Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Did he become an alcoholic because he had three kids or he, or he was? I haven't known him long enough to know the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> Man of the year, man of the year, man of the year. Welcome to the number one friendship podcast in the country. I'm Aaron Cairo. I'm Matt Ritter. Matt, you sent me an interesting article and you usually don't. Wow. Was it through LinkedIn? <laughs> Matt, dude, the other day I was having a Zoom with one of my mentees because you now I have a bunch of mentees. I get off the Zoom. I have a text from you, an email, a Instagram message, and a LinkedIn message. And I'm like, bro. If I don't hear from you for an hour, I'm worried about you. <laughs> you could be dead. I'm, I'm, I'm a victim of my own complaints yes. because, uh, you know, I always say if you don't hear from I, me, I you looked check. at the clock. It's been yeah. two hours. I'm like, that mentee meeting should have been over. But imagine I'm like, was seriously like you didn't know where I was. And you're like, and you're like, you know what? Let me send him a LinkedIn, LinkedIn. message. <laughs> no, no, no. Imagine at, at your funeral, I go, I did LinkedIn message yeah, you. I, I mean, in. I checked. I, I checked. In. I checked. Or they go, if only someone had checked, checked in. in. I, goes, I, did. I linked in the guy. I Facebook messaged him. Oh, but you sent uh, me an article and it actually was interesting. I put it in the idea file and I want to talk about it today. Um, it's the it's a writer and you you know, you're friendly with her. Joe right? Piazza. Joe Piazza. Yeah, she's one of my sister's close friends and one of my friends through my sister, uh, great writer, podcaster. She's kind of a jack of all trades. And the Jill of all trades. Jill of all trades. Yeah. I love that. Uh, and it's the article is called "The Art of the Low Key Hang." Love everything about it. Uh, also, I think she's a University of Pennsylvania alum. Indeed, as I am, and you are sort of, mm, sort of. Um, Penn Law harder to get into than Penn. So the gist, <laughs> the gist of the article, and I, I should stay because I think for context, that she is a, a mother of two small children, so she has a slightly different setup than than, than your life and my life. But she, her basic gist is like, life is real fucking busy, real messy, and you need to work friendship. You need to be intentional about it. And her work in, uh, friendship into your day-to-day life, seeing your buddies, and her way of doing that is what she calls the low-key hang. I love it. So examples would be running errands together, going to Target together. I'll, I'll just go through the yeah. list. She, she talks about closet organizing hangs. Yeah, pass which, on that. Pass <laughs> on the closet organizing. Uh, she talks about breakfast movies. Instead of movie nights, she does movie days. Okay, which, I like that. You know, if you have a job, that's tough. Um, she talks about um, parallel play, which is just hanging out together. This is like what little kids yep. Uh, yep. can't interact with each other, not old enough yet. You just sit together and yep. do your own thing for adults. Uh, Kimmy Gibblering, Gibblering, when you mm. just show up the poppin. Yep. And also a workshop sleepover, which we'll get into. But- the, the basic gist is that like not all plans need to be we're going to Vegas or we're going to dinner even like work it into your day to day. So now that I am a parent. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Brenner is doing amazing. I just gave him a kiss on the forehead. I love kissing his head. Well, because I, I, I was in your house and I, I, I just like sort of waved and your wife was like, you're not going to give him a kiss. I'm like, well, I don't know what the protocol. I mean, I'll kiss him. You kiss his head. You kiss his head. Uh, yeah, I kissed him. I kissed him. But like, you know, I don't know. Germs. I had the funniest. Um, so, you know, babies have this fontanelle hole mm. in the top of their head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my dad, RIP Izzy, you know, he used to have all these funny lines, but one of them was so ridiculous. He's, 
He said, uh, this is after he married a second wife who was Brazilian. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he goes, that, this must have been like 15 years ago. He goes, Machu, never marry a Jewish woman. She put a fucking hole in your head. <laughs> so then I said to Jesse the other day, I'm like, yeah. I married a Jewish woman. <laughs> you put a fucking hole in my son's head. Yeah, because they don't have like the white. Yeah, they literally. Yeah. yeah, so they literally. He literally has a hole in in his head. So it's it's cute. It's like this soft spot. Oh right? yeah. I love rubbing it, but I'm also super scared. Yeah. Of like anything happening because he literally has holes in his head. I know like many children who have had to wear the, <laughs> the helmet. The helmet. I know. There was no helmets 20 years ago. No, that's why there's so many misshapen, like, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. like chunk freak, freak. Yeah, like the Goonies, you know. Yeah. Like oh my God. All right, we've already gone off way off time. Yeah. What were we talking about? Oh, Loki. Loki. So now that, so Jesse's been laid up because she had a C-section and she's recovering. So we've just been getting a lot of pop-ins, what I would call low-key hangs. I love it. But I've always been a big fan of that. Jesse also grew up kind of with a nice, like big property where people would just like come by and there was no agenda. Well, pop in is 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 a sub genre of, of the low key, the low key hang. hang. Do you yeah. want to talk about pop ins first? No, we just wanted to talk okay. in general okay. about how comfortable we've gotten lately. Now having a newborn, yeah, with everything is a low key hang because there's nothing you can do. Right, like literally. I mean, we're going to a big birthday dinner tomorrow night. Yeah, I'm, I'm ditching my family yeah, for a yeah, nice yeah, yeah, yeah. birthday. Shout out to Jeff. Shout out to Jeff, it's his, yeah. It's his 40-something. He's getting he's, he's getting up there. He's approaching late, late 40s. Or what do you consider late 40s? 40, <laughs> Shut up, Theo. 49. I'm going to uh, give him some grace. <laughs> I'm going to give him some grace. Because we know that we're in our early to mid 40s. Oh, God. We're, we're in our early 40s. Early 40s. The earliest part of the mid 40s. Yeah. So anyway, so my low, I'm, I've no, I'm no choice but to do low-key hang right now. But I... I noticed my neighbor has yeah. three kids. Yeah. And so we actually got invited by somebody we met through him to a Sunday hang. And they said, yeah, you know, we got this. We stole this from your neighbor. They've been doing since their third kid was born. They've just been doing sort of an open house Sundays, uh huh, which is like the parallel hang. Okay. Where they're just like anybody who wants to come by every Sunday, we're here. Two follow-ups. One, did he become an alcoholic because he had three kids or he already was? I haven't known him long enough to know the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. I would yeah. call him a moderate to heavy drinker. He's, he's a low-functioning. <laughs> yeah. Low-functioning. Yeah. Low yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I love the, I love, would you, what, what did you refer to that? Open Sundays? Open, open house. Open house. But it's kind of like, hey, you come over and hang out with us. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's amazing for the host. Right. Like for me and Jess, this is great. I love my house. I love people coming over here. This yeah. Is, now I have a built-in excuse, so I, I cannot go anywhere. Right. But isn't that a little presumptuous of, of, of like. Three kids. Right. When you have three kids. What are their ages? Seven, six, and two. Okay. Seven, five, and two. Yeah. 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 They should have just stopped after the second one. Yeah. Now they can't leave the house. Yeah. But, but, but. Uh, Third kid uh, is a status symbol. Though. Yeah, I know. Like a status of being a douche? No, status of being. Yeah, Cheddar. Mean, uh, for those, this is an audio podcast. He's making. Uh, yeah, the money. The money. Yeah, why does that make you a douche? I mean, destroy the planet. Oh, you're not one of those people. Uh, you know, Cairo, you shouldn't have kids if you say stuff like that. But I mean, also. A child as a status symbol is a pretty no. Though, it's a joke. Thing. It's okay. a joke. It's no. It's not. It's a. It's how a, many kids do you a, want? I mean, I would love three, but it's not going to happen. Mm. Jesse's. It's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to go after that second one. What do you think about only having one kid? People who are only ch children. Oh, you mean is every only child a weirdo? <laughs> is that what you're asking? I mean, obviously. But do you think that? I mean, obviously. Obviously. Right. Right. I mean, I, we love you. 
our only child friends, but you know what you are. <laughs> I don't even think I can't, I can't even think of any only child friends. Oh, I've got a laundry list. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Theo? You know, it's interesting because I was for 13 years, so I figured I was, but I actually have three half siblings. I completely forgot about them. Oh. So you, but, but you acted like an only child that whole time? Well, I was raised in an only child oh. for 13 years. Okay. And then. So that's enough to make you weird. Were you spoiled? Are you spoiled? I wouldn't say so. Mm -hmm. No, I think they were more strict with me because it was only one to focus on. But now there's like three half siblings. They were just kind of like, fuck it. All right. Like if you have one kid, like you don't really don't want that kid to die. Right. You're very protective. Yeah. yeah. You got four. Yeah. You, the, you know, the whole joke of like, you know, the, the, the first kid. It's like, you know, when they're thirsty, you know, you feed them Fiji. Right. Second kid, you know, you feed them. Brita. Right. Third kid tap, fourth kid toilet. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever said that before. But it is, it is, that's like Prince Harry. He's like the heir and the spare. He's like, yeah. you know, I'm just Oh, there's such a funny show, by the way. The Windsors. It's this spoof of the royal family. I never heard of that. Yeah, it's a, like BBC or something. We've been yeah. watching it on Netflix. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow, we got way off topic. Okay. Loki hang. So Loki hang. So what do you think about running errands together? Going to Target, going to grocery shop. I've right? always been a fan of that. <sighs> you don't like running errands. You, you're like, hey. Uh, you want to run an errand with me? Okay, well, here's the Amazon order. <laughs> you want to press this button with me? You click, you get to, you want to put your hand next to mine and press this, uh, fresh direct order. <laughs> we're going to do it like a uh, ghost style. Yeah, yeah. No, what, what do you mean? You go, ghost style, they mold their hand yeah, around yours they, yeah. as you Instacart. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Do, do, do. What's that song? Do, 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 do. No. Three dancing. Okay. Hold on. You said, you just accused me of not liking running errands. Yeah. Who likes running errands? I do. Jess does. There are a lot of people I knew like running errands. On. What are you talking about? Yeah, a lot of about? couples enjoy that. That's well, okay. that's couples. That's that's different. Yeah. But I like I like running errands, yeah. <sighs> I would love it if I made a friend who was just like, hey, you want to go? Or like shopping. I like shopping. I like running errands. Like, I'll tell you this. Uh, the end of this week, I have to do a targeted run. <laughs> targeted. Yeah. No pun intended. I'll hit like the Beverly Center. Like I need a couple of like new pieces for summer. Wouldn't you rather do that with somebody than alone? Absolutely not. I want to get in and I want to get out. Only because you're alone. If you had somebody to do it with, you wouldn't feel that way about it. You'd just be like, oh, this is great. I'm hanging out with my buddy. You don't even notice that you're running errands. It would make it less of a burden and more of a like, oh, this is an excuse to get, to get together with somebody. I like, I think errands, I, I guess I always thought, um, and maybe this is like a romantic in me in movies. I always felt like, you know, there's like that meet cute kind of thing. And then they go on the first date and it would be like some quirky thing. Like they go to the grocery store, or like they go to a 99 cent store, or like yeah. go run errands. I don't know. There's something romantic friendship wise about just like running errands together with a buddy. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, I don't, I feel like it's like, oh, you know, See, like the way that we, like, I like chit-chatting and you don't, I just think you don't romanticize friendships in a way that I do. Aaron, do you like the pop-in? Would you like somebody popping in on you? Theo, give me a moment. I have a lot of <laughs> I don't, I, 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 I take issue with that. Okay. Right? I know you were half joking about no. romanticizing. No, I'm not joking. I mean, I'm, you always call me the apex friend. I know, but I, I'm, I, I'm not saying you're not a great friend. I'm saying I don't think you romanticize him the way I do. <laughs> I think there's something beautiful about the fact that me and JMC just like chit chat on the phone. And I just, I think there's like something beautiful about just like going and running errands with a friend. But you have to admit that like, there are just different types of expressions. 
I mean, JMC sent me a script the other day. I read it immediately, gave him incredible notes, and that was my uh, uh, love language. Yeah, but do you romanticize it is the question, you know? I was like, what a good friend I am. <laughs> he was like very grateful. Yeah. What else do you need? No, I'm just saying, I think I romanticize these Stop things. You're it's saying not... the word romanticize, but you're not explaining it. I'm sa- I did just explain it. I think it's a beautiful thing that's oh. romanticizing it. So you're telling me if I, if I was like, hey, do you want to come to the Beverly Center with me on Friday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been waiting for this call for years. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. If you said you want to go grocery shopping with me, I'd be like, yeah, Come I love on. that. Yes. <sighs> I feel like there's certain people like Bielski is good about that. Seki's good about that. Like they yeah. love that stuff. We're now, you know, six months of this and you finally broken my brain. I don't know. Are you, are you fucking with me? I can't No. So you, not you, would, you would enjoy. I can't, not even. But I love just, I don't <laughs> need it. It doesn't have to have a purpose for me. I feel like you're also very organized. And so going along with your organization of your personality of like, Things have to have a purpose or have to have a time slot or have to have a thing. You are a proponent of the eight minute chats. I'll talk for eight hours. <laughs> I've actually been three or four people in the past month or so. I've talked about our stacking habits situation. And? And people just think it's hilarious. They, they, I mean, I'm obviously giving it from my point of yeah. view. And j- just to recap, Matt likes to stack habits, which means you're taking a walk and making phone calls yeah. at the same time. Except he calls me, it's unstacking my habits because I have to stop yes. whatever I'm doing. Um, hey, well, this is a stacking of habits, cementing friendship and running errands. You could stack a habit here. I, I guess another thing is because I'm very, I can't pay, I can't like focus on what I'm doing if I'm also chit-chatting with a friend. So you're saying if you have to return something from Target, you can't if use If I need that to try well. stuff on and like look at stuff, I can't like have a conversation. See, that's what I'm talking about romanticizing. I love trying stuff on with friends in stores. No, but I'm saying I, my brain doesn't work that way. Okay. Theo, do you go uh, shopping with people? Do you find that to be... A, a nice friendship thing or running errands or where, what's your take on any of this? So I think shopping, cause you have like a sounding board, yeah. right? You can be like, how does this look? Yeah, yeah, so you yeah. get a second opinion. Errands though. I mean, if somebody wants to come on my errands, sure. But I don't want to go to the bank just to go to the bank. with right. you. Uh, yeah. I think receiving the friend on the errand is better than the giving. You're right about that for sure. Like I think Kira would never, ever to go on an errand with another person. But I think you'd actually like Having somebody, I think you'd actually like it if somebody came with you on an errand. Counterpoint. I think I'd actually like the opposite of what you just said. Ooh. Oh, because then you could not, you yeah. don't have to focus. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. that's right. Yeah. I don't know. I just like the pretty woman every friend date. Like I'd love to just try on a bunch of outfits with a friend and just, you know, that, that's like my dream friend date. Um, Matt, you just never, I want you to never change. Okay. Ta- shake my head. Okay. Shake my head. Okay. Um, okay, so let's talk about the pop-in, uh, oh, yeah. or as Joe calls it, gibblering. As he, yeah. Kimmy, Kimmy Gib- Gibbler? I mean, look, it's, you can't just pop in on people at some point in life. You can't? No, I mean, people have a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. You, with no notice? Or with no notice. notice. Yeah. You, 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 yeah, yeah. And I'm saying, you still have to text. You accept it. Yeah, yeah, you still have to text. Like, I'm in the area. Like, yeah. Kojo does that a lot. Like, I'm in the area. Yeah. You know, I definitely will accept a pop-in for right. sure. Especially now, like we're homebound. Oh, because of the baby. Because of the baby. Because of both. And the strike. Yeah. We have no, no work. Yeah. No anything. But you're sitting at your computer on a Tuesday yeah. afternoon. I welcome to break up the monotony of my day. I welcome social engagements. Oh, it's, it's, so, it's so distracting of the workflow though. What if you're in flow? Then I will say I can't. I mean, I make that decision in the moment. Happy to make that decision in the moment. I'm always happy to, but like, yes, to your defense, I can't just have people popping in all day during the week. Right, right, right. And what, what about like an open house for like an adults? Does that even make any sense? Right. You're just saying like this 
what he's doing on the weekends, but all the time. No, no, no. That's well, a commune. No, no. Even on Sunday, but it's not, you don't have to have kids. Like it's just like anyone can come right. over. I like that. So Jesse and I were talking about potentially starting a Shabbat dinner, like oh. open. What do you mean open? Where we start a spreadsheet uh-huh. and we put everybody in it that we're in our universe. Yeah. And you just put check your name if you're coming that Friday. So by the way, social universe is a topic we talked about, yeah. which is a way of uh, codifying your social fitness, yeah. making less of everybody you know and seeing where the last time you talked to them was. Do it once a year. It's like a spring cleaning or birthday thing. Um, so anyone could just check the box. And then that means that every Friday? That Friday. Yeah. We were talking about it. You're talking about like open houses. We we're talking about having an open Shabbat. Right. But that's a, that's a specific, right? Because again, the episode title is Low Key Hangs, which is about right. like nothing, right. nothing going on. I also think we used to do that as a kid all the way through college. Mm-hmm. The Low Key Hang was a thing. Just come over. Right. And then what happened to us, Aaron? <sighs> well, when you were kids, I think you were playing video games. You were riding bikes. Yeah. Um, oh, God. I'd kill to just casually ride a bike with an You weren't man. a big bike rider, though. I mean, casual. No, but somebody like, stole my bike. But like me and Universal like, Posse stole my bike. Did they? Yeah. God, can you imagine the the quote like seeing the, the quote gang members of our hometown? Like yeah, now? where are they now? Yeah, we're no, I mean like if there's still gangs now, like can you imagine like being intimidated by that? Oh yeah. yeah. Actually I might still probably be. scared. Yeah, yeah, Um yeah, but my my crew, like Claudio O'Brien. Oh, you guys were avid. Bike, actually not Brian, Claudio. Like, we would ride bikes for hours. Big bike guys. Big, Big bike, bike gang guys. almost. Yeah. No, it was not not like that. Claudio had um the the, the, the wheels. Schwind. No, but the I don't know how to describe. They were he had plates on his on his bike. Oh, he had some souped up rims. Uh, yeah, he sort of had rims. He had eighteen inch rims. Yeah, he had rims. Wow. So she talks about parallel play, which again is yeah. Um, when you're just sitting next to somebody. Right. Now, some people would say that's not good. That's like a symptom of our 21st century shit world. I feel like that's a beautiful Folgers choice moment, like in Goodwill Hunting, where Matt Damon and Robin Williams just sit. Yeah, side by I, I kill to just sit side by side at, uh, over sitting next to a pond. But you're, you know, you're probably on your phone. They're on their phone. No, nah, no phones. Just sit and chat. Yeah, love a good chit chat. Yeah, you love a good chit chat. But what about it? Just like having a buddy over, you know, having me over. I'm on my computer. You're on your computer. But we're in the same room. Is that is that worthwhile? Yes. I mean, that's sort of what a lot of these co-working spaces kind of are, just to like feel other human. Energy. Well, don't feel them. Don't feel the other people, but don't know. Yeah. Feel their, don't yeah. touch, don't touch them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you can't, you can't just go right. like this to right. the, like, right. <laughs> one hand on their desk, their hand on your desk. Yeah. Crossing desks. De- crossing, crossing desks, crossing, crossing desk. hot desks. Um, yeah, I, look, I'm, I just think this would be huge if people embraced the low-key hang more. I mean, I think it's also a way of taking the pressure off. Right, you don't have to have an event. Yeah. Yeah, oh, hey, I don't have tickets for you. Should, I want to call somebody up and go, hey. I don't have tickets yeah. tonight. Do you want to come over? Yeah. So should we, uh, have we been sort of leading our listeners astray? Because we're all about concerts, trophies. No, we're not. Okay. Because the low-key hang is really for people that are already in your circle. It's very hard to, to have a low-key hang immediately off the bat with a right. new friend. A new friend. Because hey, then target. there's too much pressure to communicate. Right. Because silence is the ultimate level of friendship. Is that clever? Is that wise? <laughs> or are we going to get a Kiro Schitzmere? <laughs> Silence is the ultimate. I mean, if you, I mean, I guess if you're able to be with your significant other or anybody and just be, <laughs> that's pretty good, I guess. And you're, and you're content. So I just think that's really hard for new friends to be able to do. 
So I don't think it goes against our advice. A lot of our advice is for making new friends and right. meeting new people. But if you have a lot of existing friends yeah. that you don't see a lot and you're like, oh, when was the last time we got together? And you're like looking at your calendar like, oh, when, when can we go to a concert or when can right. we do this dinner thing? It's like, or just invite them over to sit on your couch. Those of you listening, Matt did his uh, trademark look directly at the camera. Um, sit. Which you can see on our YouTube channel. Should we take a question? Yes. Asking for a friend. Guys, this is Asking for a Friend, where we take your listener questions and answer your ethical dilemmas. If you have a question for us, reach out, Instagram, Man of the Year podcast, and we'll answer it on the show. Okay, so this message comes to us from Arena. I will mention that Arena is a uh, OG fan of me. Isn't it nice? Um, it is very nice. I'm saying, like, you're bringing a lot of people back into your orbit. Don't, um, you, don't you find that awesome? Like, I, I love it. I've gotten some great emails. Uh, one of the talismans of the Cairo fan ship is the article of clothing that used to be called a wife beater. Right. Now, I, think what call just, I think it's just like a white tank top. Mm. But I used to have this real, I don't know, let's call it a kink for like when a woman is wearing like a, a, a white tank top. I remember, like, I remember all of your kinks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so occasionally, uh, the women, women would show up at my shows in a wife beater and in a, in a white tank top. Sorry. Mm. Spaghetti uh, stains all over them. What? I don't know. I feel like dads used to always have yes, spaghetti stains. All yes. Over. Well, no, no. Anyway, you ruined it. That anyway. ruined your kink. I thought maybe that was your kink. So anyway, Rena, thank you for uh, wearing the, the, oh. that, uh, back in the day. Okay. Here's a question. She goes, Hey guys, this is for the asking for a friend segment. Love it. I'm going on a girl's trip in a few months and I want to do something that's a bit out of one of the girl's price range. Mm. There's only four of us going. We've done many girl's trips and it tends to be that if it's out of her price range, we accommodate her and do the more affordable activity. Mm. I'm getting to the age of, fuck it, I'll pay for it since I'm taking the time to get out of the house and I would rather have a more enhanced experience. How do I bring it up where I won't offend her? Also, if I pay for her, it seems like something that I should pay for all four of us. Oh, interesting. I didn't remember that part. Yes, no, would love to hear your thoughts. Now, before you give me your thoughts, I just have a broad question. I've noticed about 50% of our asking for a listener question, asking for a friend listener questions are about money. Mm. What do you think about that? So money causes tension in relationships. Any relationship. For any relationship. Money causes tension in any relationship and friendships are relationships. Yeah. And as you get older tends to be something that can cause more friction because you don't really talk about your finances a lot mm. with your friends. So people don't really know. We know we said friendship tip, your friends aren't mind readers. Yep. That can play in a lot. They also don't know your financial situation. They assume things. Yep. You know, you may be living in a nice house and just barely hanging on. Like you may have lost your job and your friends don't know it. There's a lot of things going on behind the scenes that you just don't want to announce to people. Yeah. Cause it can cause a lot of tension. So I think, you know, we should all be a little more sensitive to the potential finances that your friends are in. They may not be your finances. And I love you go living in a nice house and just barely hanging on. That was about myself. <laughs> that was about me. Uh, okay. Specifically to. You know what hit me about this? I felt like I just had the epiphany of what the answer would be. Okay. Analogous to weddings. Weddings, yeah. So I had, a, I had a wedding in a nice venue. You know how you know you have friends and family who cannot afford the main hotel sometimes? Yeah. What do you do? You have a secondary shit hotel. Boom. Okay. Secondary shit. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have phrased okay, it. Secondary, it. Sorry, yeah. I wouldn't have phrased it. Secondary, it's a four seasons. Secondary shit hotel. Or Hojo's, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> it's not how okay. for the record that's not how we thought of the backup hotel in okay. sag harbor yeah, yeah the secondary shit hotel. yeah yeah anyway so that that immediately came to me as a potential solution here. okay i think if you and your friends are going to a destination we've done this in vegas actually we've yeah. had this yeah. we've had this at bachelor parties yeah so not just wedding bachelor there's usually not just one hotel mm-hmm. so part of the experience for a lot of these people part of the destination is the hotel, right? Yeah. So if you're going on a girl's trip to, I don't know if she said where she was going. She say, yeah. Presumably there's another hotel right down the block. So Hotels what, are three clustered. girls are going to go in one hotel and one in the other? Yes. That's, that's not, that's not. That's been done. I actually have a female that I know in my life. A female. Who's had this situation. Yeah. Yes. I don't want to say who. A family a, member. A woman. Who's had a yeah. situation like this. <laughs> Where I think multiple of their friends are split. Well, that's different. That's a little bit more logical. That some. But my point is that some of them stayed at the right lower price. You're saying it's harder because it's only yeah. one person. Yeah, yeah. But I am saying, yeah, there. This definitely comes up. Yeah. And so having that lower price option baked in at the beginning, before it becomes a thing, is yeah. the way to go about it in the plan making. Right. You go, hey guys, we're really excited. We're going to Cancun. Uh, we're planning on staying at the Four Seasons. I know some of you, you know, maybe are a little more sensitive. So we also have this hotel, but the great part is we're going to be together most of the time and it's not about the hotel. You with me? It's possible. It's possible. But also as part of the fun is all going together. And that's also, that's only one. What if they're going to a concert? We don't know what the rest of the right. thing is. Right. I'm just saying, well, let's okay. tackle it piece you, by piece. I'll give you that. Yeah. I think you treat the hotel element, which is yeah. the predominant cost of a trip. Okay. Generally speaking, that's the big one. Okay. Now, but why not just pay for it? She's offered to pay for it. Well, she she just said she's offering to pay for everybody. So, which is like, whoa, yeah. hey, hey, baller, yeah, hey, rich friend, yeah, but, yeah, know your role, yeah. We do talk about that. Hey, if you're in a position, yeah, in your life where paying for another friend's trip, right, is no skin off right. your teeth, right. I say do it. Great. But she's also, it sounds like she's implying that some of the other friends don't need the handout. And so maybe that would create awkwardness, she thinks, if she does it for one and not the others. Is that, is that kind of what, what she's getting at there? <sighs> I mean... I don't think one friend should have to pay for three other friends' yeah, trips. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a lot. It's a lot to ask. But hey, you know, you're a billionaire and your three <laughs> friends are scraping by. Hey, we're friendship billionaires. Yeah, we are friendship billionaires. I mean, I don't think she should have to pay. I mean, unless she's really... She doesn't have to do anything, let's just say. Right. You do not, you're not obligated to pay for your friends, even if you're in wildly different friendship situations and that can cause tension, but you do what you're comfortable but with. But she's doing it almost selfishly. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. She wants to have a better trip. Yes. Which is what I'm saying is what, yeah. you do what's best for you. So if it's best for you right. to have your friend come along yeah. who wouldn't normally be there yeah. and you feel right about it, it's okay. If you feel okay about it, then it's okay. But what about if she asks... How does she do it without the friend getting offended? No, you have to communicate. Well, of course, but how do you do that? Well, yeah, you just say, look, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know what your financial situation is, but like, I would like to do this for you. It's really no big deal. I don't want to make it a thing. Yeah. Say that. I don't want to make it a thing. Let me yes end you there. And off and tell them they can do stuff. What do you mean? And you could buy the breakfast. Right. I think it's more like, it's not going to be the same without you. I like that. Yeah. Cause that's a little bit of like, we need you there, but it's true. Yeah. Uh, like. The four of us are going. Yeah. We want to do this. Like, we want you to come. We don't have to worry yes. about it. Now, some people do get really weird about money when they're being handed yes. out to. And that, but that's up to them to decide. So I think you're doing your part right. by being communicative and not trying to do it in a condescending way. If they're, 
sensitive, don't be like, look, I know you're, I know you're a poor. <laughs> Many years ago, can you remember when this was? Uh, one guy in the Coachella group was like, you know what? It was a tough year. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not gonna do the house. And we were just like, unacceptable. Yeah, you're part of the group. The rest of us will just all split it, and. It wasn't an issue because it was like, it was about him. It I wasn't know. really about the money. Let's be honest. That's happened in our friends yeah. many times yeah, yeah, yeah. In, for many different people in many yeah. different directions. That happens in every friend circle. People have their ups and downs. People have different levels of finance. Yeah, It's about the friendship and wanting to have the shared experience and not making a big deal out of it. That's the main thing is like, do it privately. Say, hey, look, I, I want to, you know, look, it wouldn't be the same without you. Like, I want to just cover your room and like, you get the breakfast. It's all good. You know, I think that's a simple way. To do what it. if she helps the fourth friend, but doesn't tell the other girls? So, so I, I think that that's okay. Yeah. I think that's okay for that to be kept between you. Yeah. Cause I also, I'm like, God, if the other two then get upset about that, like you don't need that. What is it? Is it, is it going to be misogynistic of me to be like, that's just like a woman, like the two, two guys would never give a shit that the other guy paid for the fourth guy. I don't know if that's true. No. I don't yeah. know if that's true. Really? Theo left. Yeah, I don't think that's based in anything. <laughs> yeah, I think I think guys could be upset about that. Yeah, I think they might be more upset because it's like the masculine like race race to the top, you know? I'm sorry. If I help a fourth person to come on a group trip, the two other guys are going to be mad at could me? Could be. Could be. What? Yeah, it could be. Okay, listen, I stand corrected. What, what would their argument be? How you should have told me I, I, I would have chipped in or then why aren't you paying for me, depending on what the finances are. Right. Could be a lot. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. Over, I don't okay. think we should overcomplicate it. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. I think the answer is you. Two options. One yeah. is offer the lower priced options yeah. of things to do, and make sure you make them aware that's not the big deal. So you'll be at a different hotel. We're all going to be meeting up every morning, doing all the stuff together. It's all going to be cool. Or you pull them aside and say, "Look, we we can't do this without you." Right. You know, and it's like totally cool, and it's. This is my choice. This isn't you, you know, right. hat in hand coming to me. I decided I want to do this for you. Yeah. Let me do this. Yeah. Let yeah. me do this. Like, it wouldn't be the same without you. You yeah. got to say that. It wouldn't be the same without you. Yeah. And then it's up for, to that person to be like, I won't accept this gratitude or I will. Yeah, you're right. If the other person doesn't want to do it, I think you just have to let them <laughs> leave yeah. them to die. Yeah. You let them and be. if they don't want to come, Irene, I'll come on this trip. Yeah, I was just, I was just yeah, going to say. It's Kiro's fan. Yeah, yeah. You're it's Kiro's fan. It's my fan. Kiro will wear a... Non-wife. Do you still have that white tank top? Yeah. Um, I mean, from the picture, it seems like she's a child now. So I guess I missed the boat on that. Did we answer it though? I think we crushed it. Asking for a friend. Guys, I was asking for a friend. If you have a friendship question, reach out to us and we will answer it on the show or Instagram at Man of the Year podcast. Um, Matt, I want to do a shout out. Ooh. Um, we've started doing this on the pod Shouting out our fans, shouting out our friends. And if you have a shout out or you want us to mention one of your buddies, please let us know. So um, we got a message a while back from one of our fans, Mindy Lynn. Mm -hmm. um, I remember this. Yes. Because we were talking about what's the easiest way to win an Olympic medal. Curling, baby. And we said, well, you said archery, which is fucking Well, for me, shit. it's archery, yeah. <laughs> for you, it's curling. Uh, your meme would be, does archery once? And you're, yes, you're wearing like yes. a fucking Robin Hood. Well, you know my picture of me crushing at the archery and when when you guys were like, wait, that's only like 20 feet away. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like, it was a little off center. And uh, <laughs> No, it wasn't off center. No, no. But Minnie wrote in that she and her husband actually went curling. Yeah. And it was fucking hard. Yeah. So do we not think we can beat them? I mean, do we not think we're better than Minnie? I think we're giving her a shout out, but we also still think we're good enough. I to think win. she said she was sore, but like 
Of course, because you're not using the broom properly motion that often. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah, if you're yeah. doing, the brown- I find every time I clean my own house, I get back issues. Yeah, from sweeping and mopping, I don't do that frequently. Right, very rarely. Right, right. <laughs> uh, but we really appreciate that curling information. Uh, and uh, if you have any shout outs, like let us know. Can I shout out our sponsor that I'm wearing, Mizzen and Maine? I am in the most comfortable hoodie. I think I look the best I've ever looked. Sitting in the studio. You look pretty good. Yeah. How come we got different colors? You got black and I got a gray. It just looked like it would go better on you. Look at you. You're wearing gray right now. Gray's your color. Yeah. yeah. Gray's yeah, my color. Black, gray's black. also the color of our new merch. So go to yeah. bonfire.com slash man of the year podcast. Did you see it? It says we should be friends because that's one of our taglines. So what did we learn today? I think we learned that low-key hangs are the hidden friendship opportunity in society that we're missing. Right. Not every hang has to be like a super planned out, organized thing. I love the idea of if you're making that list of errands you got to run or groceries, like that's an opportunity to text somebody like, hey, I'm going to be in your neighborhood. I'm going to be the Gelson's. You want to just like meet me there? Yeah. So when you're making your list, your grocery list, your errand list, maybe add to that list, you know, Jimmy, Bobby, Lisa. And can I also say as a new parent, I love the idea of just paralleling like, hey, your kid, my kid, they do nothing. Right. Let them do nothing on my lawn. And of course, uh, if you are going to chip in for a friend to go on a trip, you should make it about them. We can't do this without you. We can't do it without you. Theo, did we have any mistakes, corrections? This is erroneous with, with Thelonious. Thelonious. There were two for two today. Oh, okay. Whoa. Great. Great. No uh, no errors. Are you upset? Hold on. I, I feel like I owe you an apology. It was about the romanticizing thing. You're a very good friend. Apex level friend. Uh-huh. I mean, I think you owe me a different apology. Oh. So, Matt, we're like running this company on our own. So we're just doing everything. Yeah. And, and we had two things that were outside our comfort zone that we had to do. We had a, we had a, we're, we're doing some more t-shirts and I also had to sort of put a deck together and I worked really hard on them. And then Matt was like, well, those look like shit. <laughs> I owe him an apology because <laughs> the truth is the first time you showed them to me, I thought they actually looked good. And I was like. These are amazing. And then when my wife, who has a different yes. set of lenses, yes, because yes. she's a professional, yes. Yes. she spent three days fixing our deck and making it amazing. And then I texted Caro, oh man, that deck you did was shit. And we're all <laughs> laughing about it <laughs> as a family. And you know what? You're right. And then you go, follower. You call me a follower. <laughs> right. I'm such a follower. Right, right, right. So I do owe you an apology. You did work hard and I appreciate it. But my wife is better at this stuff. Yes. It's her ballywick. You don't owe me an apology. I wa- my feelings were hurt a little bit only because I was like, I know it's not great. Like, you don't have to like <laughs> say it like that. I know. I know. It was fine. It was fine. You also, you. Because no, I like I like doing no, because when I text him, I go, this is dog shit. <laughs> you go, you wrote, this is objectively shit, which is what, what a horrible thing to say. Like, if you said, I think this is shitty, that would actually be better than this is objectively shitty. <laughs> wow. I actually was like, wow. I said out loud to myself, it's wow. It's so the objective. Yeah, yeah it's objectively. <laughs> sure, this so 100 people, 100 would say this is shit. I was like, okay. Uh, I was right. like, all right. Uh, oh, God, I'm sorry. I love you. Uh, I love you too. Apology accepted. Okay, that's our show. If you want to see some amazing merch that I helped make, bonfire.com slash man of the year podcast be good to yourself and be good to me (laughs) love you buddy every day we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in at u.s border patrol protecting our borders is more than a job it's a calling agents answer the call 
working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.